Hello, this is Len Tengis welcoming you to the iPodcast AGCMO Weekly Podcast. In each episode, we'll feature information about a contractor, specialty contractor, supplier, contracting agency, owner, or legislative or regulatory issue pertinent to the construction industry in Missouri. We'll feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. Today's guests are Sunil Takar and Thomas Baker. Now Sunil and Thomas are the owner and senior systems engineers for Team Logic IT here in Creepcore, Missouri. So Sunil, thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting us. Tell me about how Sunil Takar got into IT in construction. That's interesting. My background, I'm a civil engineer by degree. My background in civil engineering, I have spent quarter of a century in engineering and construction industry. And then back in 2010, when I decided to start my own company, I started out as an engineering and we kind of evolved into IT. And over the years, as I was working in industry, in civil in engineering and construction, I saw uh, there is a big disconnect between the the technology portion and the operations. And as engineers, we like to think that we, we know it all and we are very smart people. When it comes to technology, we know to a point where we can use. But when, when I saw this disconnect, I kind of wanted to fill that gap. And uh, as the company evolved in information technology, back in 2018, we just decided to go full-fledged IT and uh, my goal, when I started the company IT, my goal was to bring a Fortune 500 company type IT support to a small and medium businesses, because there, no, there is no such thing uh, as far as the IT support for small and medium businesses. A lot of small businesses have their in-house technician or engineer is their IT guy, and there is a big disconnect. So we wanted to bring this high quality IT support, highly available IT support to small and medium businesses. So we and we, we looked at various options and back in 2018 we decided to buy the franchise. So Team Logic IT is a national franchise with over 250 offices nationwide and over thousand engineers and technicians. So we have I can say that I can bring a Fortune 500 company type IT support to small and medium businesses at a very affordable cost. Thomas, tell me how you got hooked up with Sunil and how you found your way into Team Logic IT. I started working with IT back in the 90s. It was something that I had an affinity for. I was a I was always around computers growing up and it was a hobby at first and I ended up going to Forest Park Community College for mm-hmm. information technology. I moved from there. I moved over to University of Missouri St. Louis for information technology and then got into the industry. So I've worked at various companies doing help desk, doing application support, engineering, and decided to go back to school and went back to school to strengthen my technical ability. So I went to Rankin Technical College for network engineering. From there, I ended up working as a contractor for various companies such as Centene, Monsanto, for MasterCard and things of that sort. And I found that Working in a team and having the abilities that you have doesn't necessarily always get the job done. So I wanted to have more responsibility 
or more say so into how you structure networking and infrastructure management. So that took me out of the large corporation environment and I started to search for a smaller company that has more gives you more responsibility, more more things to learn, more things to kind of put out that you know about. Um, and through searching for that, I ended up seeing that Team Logic IT and Sunil were hiring for an engineer and hadn't called them. Well, I actually sent them a resume, called me back. We had a good interview and a nice talk and um, decided to join the team. And so from there, it was understood that he was building his company um, and he needed someone that had the ability to be able to actually go out and basically kind of look at a network, find the problems within a network, design a new network or fix networks. And that was something I had an affinity for. So it was like there was a piece of a puzzle that he needed. Um, and there was a puzzle that I was a piece of that I needed to get into. So we kind of hit it off right off the bat. And I accepted the position with Team Logic IT. And from there, we just kind of hit the ground running, dealing with different companies going in. I love the, the fact of being able to go in and look at a company's network and kind of see where the problems are, kind of see what, you know, we've seen companies that are pretty, they have pretty decent networks and they really don't need a lot. But then there's always those suggestions that this could make you just a little bit better. Now, it seems like construction is one of those industries that has been behind the curve in terms of technology adoption that you mentioned, Sunil, you were a civil engineer. Now, Thomas, your background is all with IT, but... Mm -hmm. Obviously, you've worked with Centene and some of these other outfits that were really early adopters of technology. And I would guess that when you come into a lot of construction companies, you see folks that are behind the curve. Correct. The challenge that we have seen is that when you go in, they have, they have IT or they have computers because they need them. But the, the challenge with most companies, small and medium businesses, is that um, they don't consider it to be a legitimate facet of business. So IT is considered to be a service, something that if you have an issue, you just call somebody and they come and fix it. And the challenge is that a lot of the technology that they have out there is usually outdated. It's causing them to be behind on some of the work that they're doing. Our job is to make them more efficient um, and also show them that this information technology is needed in order for the business to move forward. That's the way of the world. And so we've been able to kind of sit down and talk to people and kind of uh, have some dialect and kind of explain exactly how this works and how it's needed. And we've been able to get a lot of people to understand that. And from there, we kind of we, we kind of go ahead and, and give them a good diagnosis, let them know what needs to be done, and they've trusted us on that. Sunil, let me ask you the same question. Let's talk about what you've seen. You are a civil engineer. You've obviously seen some tremendous advances in technology from when you first showed up with a slide rule and a oh, absolutely. pencil to yeah, where absolutely. we are now. When, when I started my career in civil engineering, we, were, we had a drawing board and uh, we used to draw things on mylar with an ink pen and things have evolved since then. And engineering and construction industry is very heavily dependent on technology and I'm not just talking about computers, but even the softwares like CAD, BIM, uh, or your Bentleys and Autodesk of the world. And as much as we are all dependent, very heavily dependent on technology, the way these software companies, especially nowadays, they, they're licensing and it is so convoluted that uh, you, need, you really need to pay an attention to how you are spending your money on your IT infrastructure, making sure that your high-end softwares and your hardwares are kind of compatible with each other. Something just works. Uh, doesn't mean it's more efficient, effective, and uh, your 
production crew is uh, effective in terms of productivity so that's where i think i have a niche and my specialty that's where my background of engineering comes in into the play also having been working construction industry the the reporting of let's say diversity and compliance reporting the rules and regulations are so strict that you cannot afford to make a mistake or an error so you have to be accurate in terms of your reporting all your care all your bim and uh, and all those systems that's where uh, we we are different than all your other it firms in town is that we know the pain of uh, construction industry the it pain of construction industry i have lived through it so i know what it is and i, I know what it is like and i know the fines also i don't know the members of agc are they doing with any federal or a state government work they also have to be nist compliance and the fines of not being compliant if you get caught the the real heavy fines so that's where we come in uh, we come in and guide them with all those uh, compliance requirement also the data protection that is a big big disconnect in terms of uh, protecting your data and identifying what is and preventing the cyber attacks and so on and so forth so it especially in in the world that we live in today i think that the technology piece of the business is no longer a uh, an expense technology is a backbone of the business i like to make sure that uh, small businesses are aware of it and are protected and are not in just not in terms of just backing up the data everybody backs up the data well it it goes a lot more than we look at the business as a whole and we apply the holistic approach to technology and we make sure that everything is working together and connected Now you guys sort of have the inside track on technology since this is your day-to-day business. What does 2021 look like? What do you see in terms of challenges ahead that folks may not know of right now but that they need to be aware of going forward in planning for 2021 in their technology world? Good question, Len. Working from home has become a norm nowadays and all of us have realized that uh, you don't have to be physically in the office to get your work done you can be anywhere and get your work done which is good and also it comes with a price when you are in the office and when you are behind the protected environment your firewalls and your security appliances when you are working from home how are you making sure that your data is protected when you are accessing the company's information from home making sure that it does not fall into the wrong hand is your home environment is just as protected as your work environment are you allowing your employees to use their own device or you are supplying company machines if you are supplying company machines there is a different way of managing them versus you let your employees use their own device then there is a different mechanism to protect your data going forward the one thing that i would like to say especially the lessons that we all have learned in 2020 is that when we talk about our business is not just a physical location of our business when it comes to technology but it's outside of the four walls as well so we have to look at not just protecting our work environment within the office but also how are we making sure that when employees are working from home they are not only 
protecting companies' data, but also they are just as productive as they are in the office. Working from home is a luxury. It's nice, but again, you cannot take it for granted. You still have to be productive, and and there are tools of the trade that we can de- deploy in the environment to make sure that you can monitor and manage your employees' production and work as a team, even though being away from each other physically, still work as a team and get the job done. Thomas, you've made the conversion from working at other places into construction. What's been the biggest thing that you've seen as a differentiator in the construction industry from other places that you worked in the past? The biggest thing is the type of applications and the software that are being used. They're a little bit more precise. Some are proprietary applications that they're using. It's the same as Sunil said. It's not something where it's a controlled environment. In 2020, companies were forced to have to restructure the way that they do business. So I don't think that this is temporary. I think that now, since they've learned that they can restructure business and have a have a mobile workforce, that they're going to continue to do so even many years after this. So with the construction industry, it's a little bit more hands-on. It's not necessarily always a remote or a mobile workforce. These are engineers. These are people that are required to do their job from within. They're required to go out into the field and do their jobs. And the challenge in 2021 is to make sure that they can go out and still do that and, and be able to provide them with the technology to do so. Legitimately, they're a mobile workforce because engineers are always out in the field just like they're in the office. So that's something that is to be expected. It is the the ability to give them the, te- the type of technology they do to be more efficient while they're out there. So they don't necessarily have to go out in the field and maybe come back and use CAD software or use that stuff like that. We want to make sure that they have the ability to do it on site. If they're going to do it from a remote location and things of that sort, we want to make sure that they're secure and that they can also be able to access company data and kind of do what they do without having to worry about anything else. Also, without having the the higher-ups and the executives and things of that sort worry about how and why what they're doing, you know, what how is this going to affect the company. So if they have a backbone, which is technology, that can ensure that they can do that, then ultimately they make money, and that's the name of the game is that you're here to make money. The other portion of the game is you want to maximize the amount of money you make and minimize the amount of money that you spend. So by giving them the type of technology that they need and to allow them to use a workforce that's mobile, they save more money. You have a lot of people in the building, the lights are always on. If you can get the same amount or more efficiency out of a mobile workforce and and out of uh, engineers that are out in the construction industry, then you start to look at the numbers and find out that, hey, hey, maybe we don't always need people here. We can trust our people that we have out there and we can trust that we're secure, that, you know, there's not going to be a snafu, you know, somebody's not going to click on the wrong thing or somebody's not going to be playing around with their laptop while they're doing work at the same time. And that's our job is to make sure monitoring and report that information to make sure that they're able to do the job. Sunil, last question. Let me ask you about TeamLogic IT. Obviously, this is a national company. This is an affiliation that you mentioned has 250 branches across the United Mm -hmm. States. Now, Thomas mentioned he likes working for it because it's a smaller team. So obviously, you have a blend of a small team here in St. Louis, but you also have the resources to reach out outside of the St. Louis region and across a much broader area as contractors move from area to area. So talk a little bit about that structure. Our clients have access to over thousands engineers and technicians in our system. So 
IT is such a vast field that not one engineer or one technician knows everything. But I like to say within our ecosystem, between our thousand plus engineers and technicians, I like to say that, and I'm proud to say that there is not a problem a small business owner can have that one of us have not seen. So if one engineer is struggle, engineer is struggling or looking for answers, we're not searching for answers in Google. We reach out to the community and we get experts uh, within our own community. They are there to help. And each office is independently owned, but to the outside world, we all function as a one large corporation. So uh, my office is in St. Louis, but I can support clients if they have offices outside of St. Louis in other major metropolitan area, whether from coast to coast. And as far as the client is concerned, they are dealing with a Team Logic IT, not a whole bunch of independent franchise owners. That's the beauty of our system is that as you as a client, regardless of whether you have office in LA or Indianapolis or Chicago, you submit a ticket, you have a problem, you submit the ticket, that problem is resolved. It doesn't matter who takes care of the problem, the problem is solved. Uh, give you an example. Yesterday, Thomas was out at one of the clients who have offices nationwide, and we support the St. Louis operations. As far as the client, they had to buy four or five new laptops and computers deploy in their environment. They let us know it's done. Now, the home office is out of Chicago and the Chicago office submitted the request, well, they don't know who is doing the work and they don't care, Mm -hmm. right? The work was done yesterday. That's all they care. As long as it gets taken care of, that's the answer. That's the answer. Well, it sounds like you all have a great solution and obviously technology is not going away. It's only going to get more and more important for businesses. So if I'm an AGC (laughs) member, I can go to www.teamlogicit.com and I can find out all about what you do. And if I add the backslash at Crevecore, Missouri, yeah. I'll get right to you all. Exactly. Well, Sunil and Thomas, thank you so much. I appreciate you keeping our members informed and safe and productive. And Thomas, as you said, making money. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO on almost any podcast platform that you use. We hope you do subscribe and continue to listen as we move forward with this important project for the construction industry. To access our prior podcasts, visit www.agcmo.org, not only for podcasts, but for additional information about AGC of Missouri.